Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello, hello, and welcome to Mom Tips Tuesday. My name is Crystal, and I will be the host of our podcast for today. We have the lovely Deb, who usually accompanies me, but she is in California, and she was having a conference weekend and just filling her soul um, as a leader, and so I just thought I'd give her a little extra margin to get home and rest and do all that good stuff, and so we're thinking of you, Deb. We're praying for you and hoping that it was a beautiful soul filling time. Um, But I wanted to just share a couple of mom tips with you today. And we are trying to make our mom tips shorter. (laughs) I think we have so much fun as we talk and then they get so long. And so we are, we felt like we need to intentionally scale them back. So you'll hear that today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter and hopefully that blesses you and gives you more time to go about your day and do all the millions of things that, um, that you do and all the different hats that you wear as a mom. So today we're really going to be talking about how to reach your child's heart um, as this school year has probably either taken off or is about to take off or, you know, maybe your kids aren't in school yet and they're little guys and how do you reach their heart? And then the other side of things, we're going to flip that coin And we're going to talk about how do you um, let Jesus reach your heart as a mom, but, you know, more as a woman and as a daughter of the King. So we just, I wanted to kind of jump into that today and talk about that because I think that in the race of school time and in the race of a shifting season and a new season, it's so easy to lose sight of all the things that are so important and just be checking off that crazy to-do list, you know, that the school year brings or the mountain of activities and you feel like you're running your life by the clock and it's so hard to get in all that stuff that actually fills you up and helps you to be the mom that you want to be in your home or to connect with God in a way that is actually transforming and doing something new and different in your life. And so, yeah, we just wanted to highlight that. But before we start, I thought I would pray and then we'll jump right in. So Lord, I just, we're so grateful. We're so grateful for just consistency to talk through mom tips, to talk through um, being intentional in our home for you. We know that you have so much for us and that the more that we just seek after you, want to have your presence fill our home, fill the lives of our kids, you know, help us as moms to be wise and have discernment and have good decision making and um, anticipate our children's needs, all these things. We want that so bad, but we know that that comes from a life spent near you and close to you and right by you. And so God, we are just inviting you in, in this moment. I just pray for all the moms that their hearts would feel transformed by this short little podcast today, that they would feel renewed and refreshed and that they would have, um, just excitement as they're going about, uh, 
you know, this semester and um, that a, a closeness with you that maybe they were trying to grasp before, but couldn't see how or, you know, how to get it or what to do. So we just pray for all of your, your love and your peace over all these moms and just be with us right now in this time, Lord. And we pray all these things in Jesus name. Amen. All right. I wanted to start out by, I'm, I, we had our ho- our first homeschool co-op. I home I homeschool my five kids. I've got a freshman in high school all the way down to a five-year-old. And and he's starting kindergarten this year. So all my kids are of the schooling age. And I'll I am so behind you guys. <laughs> I mean, I can't even believe all that I have to prepare and do that I haven't done yet. And we're supposed to be starting our homeschool tomorrow. And I don't really know when that's going to happen or how that's going to happen, but it has to. So tomorrow's our first day. And I don't know if you feel like me where you just feel like so bogged down and sloshed around by all the details and all the things you need to buy and your ever draining bank account. (laughs) But that's kind of where I'm at today. And as I was sitting there praying, I was thinking through like, all right, Lord, what should I share with these moms? What is meaningful? What do they care about? You know what I mean? And I just really felt like he was highlighting to me that we need to take care of our souls. Just like I was talking about with Deb, she took this weekend away. She went with a great friend and they were just able to listen and learn and be. And they went to the beach and they, you know, put their feet in the sand and they were just able to enjoy. And so I think that it's really important that we stop as moms and we give ourselves some time to do the things that our heart wants. And most of the time, like I think that is, we want to connect with our kids, right? We want to know them. We want them to be seen by us. We, we want them to feel like, they have someone who cares for them, that their heart can be soft and bendable and moldable because they trust us. You know what I mean? And so I feel like that was one thing that, you know, as I was praying, that was coming to mind. And then the other part was I was just thinking through how important it is as moms that we connect with the Lord and that we just sit with him and enjoy time with him and ask him questions and be ready for a reply and for a response. And a lot of times the responses that we get when we carve out this time surprise us. And I'm going to give a little bit of like a a specific, I don't know, challenge this week uh, in that area for how to connect with God that I think is something that is a little bit lost today. I think it was easier to come by long ago, but I think we can become out of touch being more metropolitan and city living and all that stuff. And so, so yeah, that's my little intro. And I just, I'm going to jump in to, I only have two tips. I'm going to jump into number one. And the first one is intentionally ask your kids questions this week. And so if you're like me and you have older kids, uh, asking your kids questions is tricky because sometimes you ask them questions. They're like, how was this today? You know, and they're like, fine. 
And it's like such a closed conversation. And as I was thinking through that, I'm like, some mom out there is going to hear this and she's going to be discouraged. Like, well, I have a boy and he doesn't like to talk and, you know, all those things. And so I was thinking, yes, it needs to be more than that. I can't just say, ask your kids questions. But the thing is, our kids have a lot of information, especially as they're in school and around friends and have you know, sometimes difficult friendships or they're having a hard time in school or they don't like a teacher, who knows, right? Um, They have a lot that they've thought about throughout the day, a lot that they've stuffed down, a lot that they're dealing with that they probably don't even really know that they're dealing with. And there are few people in the world that can really search that out. And so with this mom tip, it kind of comes with that, you know, to intentionally ask your kids questions. And that's just, you know, that's not like, you know, so how was school today? You know, because that's so it it can be answered with a with a fine, right? Um, But I was thinking more, what if we fostered this, and we prepared a moment, you know, so doing something like, Hey, do you want to run out real quick and grab some ice cream with me and go out and sit and have ice cream and see what type of captive audience you have? Because that makes such a huge difference. It feels personal. It feels more intimate, um, you know, probably within the busyness and the shuffle of life. Like if you were just asking them questions in the car, it might be easier to be shorter or if their siblings are in the car and they don't want to talk about things But if you create a moment, you know, and that could even be, you know, my girls love tea. So I could say, hey, I'm going to make some tea. Do you want to sit and have tea with me? And sometimes when you set something up, you put something as the main event where not like you're tricking your kids, (laughs) but I guess in, in a small way, but more like you're fostering and you're creating a moment so that conversation can flow. So I, you know. Today, after our first day of our co-op, of our homeschool group, our tradition is that afterwards we all go out and get ice cream. And so, you know, with my five kids, they all kind of want to talk and they can talk over each other. I have kids who are more extroverted and kids who are more introverted. And, you know, it's easy that my extroverted kids really, you know, dominate the conversation. And so I really have to seek out my quiet ones. But with some ice cream, they all kind of want to talk. It's almost like their mind is engaged in the ice cream and, you know, they their senses maybe are being turned on and so they're more open to things. I'm not sure what it is. But that always strikes up like we have an amazing after, you know, our first day of, of co-op conversation. Everybody wants to talk about their classes. Everybody wants to tell me the teachers that they liked and didn't like and all that kind of stuff. And so it's a really special time. But because I think we've built that tradition, we've built that moment. You know what I mean? Hey, we go get ice cream. And I don't even know if they know that I go that every time I plan to go into. So which class was your favorite? Oh, why did you not like that class? Or what was it about that teacher that annoyed you? You know, and I think a lot of times with this, you know, a a little tip within the tip, we could say, 
Try not to judge your kids for their responses. <laughs> Sometimes kids need to be kind of unfiltered. And I think as moms, we have that desire. I know I do um, to really like parent in every situation, you know? So if I, you know, if they're, if my kid's like, oh, I didn't like that teacher. She was so boring or she was too intense or she was this or that. I could be like, well, that's not a nice thing to say. And maybe she was this and maybe it's that. Maybe you should think of it this way. And So I really have to quiet my mind and I have to think, no, I'm just going to let them say whatever it is they want to say and just be a listener and not a talker for these moments. And so I think that's a good tip within the tip. Try to not judge, try to not give lectures or parenting advice in that moment. Just be a listener. And I think that these conversations are the ones that gain your child's trust. And then in turn, you get to connect with their heart and you get to see their heart and you, it kind of is like a little, um, microscope, right? And it's going to illuminate some things and you're going to see some things that you didn't see before. And when they know they can kind of say it to you without being worried, they're going to say something wrong or something that you don't like. Um, they might be more prone to want to talk to you about the next thing that happens to them. So, Um, you know, all this stuff is hard fought, right? It's so hard to do these things and to do it really well. And, you know, I'm sure within our conversations today, uh, with my kids, I'm sure that I parented them. (laughs) I'm, I'm their mom. Like I have to, I I feel that obviously so strongly and I want to make sure they're thinking of things correctly. And so I'm sure I had a couple of moments in there. Um, but I, I really do try to think about it and do my best to just let them talk and just listen. So that's the first one. Intentionally ask your kids questions this week. And with that tip is to prepare the moment. What are you going to do to be almost the icebreaker, set the scene for a conversation to just naturally flow? And you could have a couple of questions ready or just see, you know, if your child just starts chatting away and just join them. So that's mom tip number one. Mom tip number two is to get some time alone with Jesus and make it happen. And especially if your soul is, if you feel that your soul is craving it, or you feel like it's been a really dry season and you haven't spent a lot of time with him, or you feel like you have a lot of anxiousness and anxiety, this is a really huge deal to go and spend time with the one who can shift things around in your soul and then put them in new places that make more sense. (laughs) And so I feel like that's what happens to me as I spend time with him. So even in, in my busyness last week of trying to prepare for my homeschool week this week and get my brain into some teacher mode, I was like, I feel anxious. I feel nervous. I feel unequipped. I feel underprepared. I mean, the list could go on and on of all the ways I felt as I was entering into a new school year. And I knew that I just wanted to sit and be in nature and with God. And the that's, that's the element I'm going to add in that I was kind of hinting to in the beginning is I'm going to give you a special challenge, a special way to be with God this week. But I've been reading all these books on nature. I've been reading how important it is to get out in nature specifically for kids and how often it should be happening and basically what's happening to our kids because we're not getting them into nature as much as they need it. Um, And so I'm like personally being convicted about that. But 
as I was praying and I was like, God, I really want to spend time with you. And I just want to have a peaceful moment. I kind of felt this call to nature. So uh, one morning last week, I just decided I couldn't really sleep. And I woke up around 5 a.m. And we have a river that's right by our house. So it's about 20 minutes away. And you don't need to have a river to do this. <laughs> but this was it was just convenient that we did. So I I got in the car, I got my Bible, I got a book that I'm reading through right now, and a journal. And I got grabbed a chair, I planned to grab some Starbucks on my way. And I told my husband, hey, I'm just going to take this time, you know, before the day gets started, and I'm going to go spend time with God. And I just want to sit by the river. So he watched the kids and, you know, they kind of slowly woke up and um, I was long gone by that time. And sometimes you got to, you know, even though you're sacrificing sleep, I think you got to wake up early. You got to do it because um, it's just not going to happen. I think a lot of times we think, well, I'm sure I'll find some time to do that or I'll sneak in a quiet time today or I'll do this or I'll do that. But most of those moments are stolen from us. You know, most of them are like, oh, we have to clean this spill up or we have to run, you know, Johnny to this place or you got to run to the store to get some groceries that you forgot or every time it's like the time gets snatched away from us. And so sometimes you have to make that little like you feel like it's a sacrifice, but it ends up being a blessing. And so anyways, I went down to the river. And I brought my headphones at first because I thought I was going to maybe listen to some worship music or something. And it ended up that I just, I'm so sorry, I have something in my throat today. Um, It ended up that I just didn't want to do that at all. And I just wanted to listen to the quiet and the birds and the sound of the river and the water going down. And it was, so this is what happened. I went down there and I got my Starbucks and then I started driving down to the river and all of my thoughts that were giving me troubles, like all my anxieties, all the things that I'm like, how am I going to do this? God, I need you to tell me about this in my life. And then I need you to tell me about this. And you know, how do I stop having this type of thought? And how do I, my mind, I'm not kidding. It was full, full of things. And I just was looking forward to that time. I could sit down and write them all out and then have God tell me all the answers. <laughs> and I was very idealistic, I think. Um, but a crazy thing happened. And this is what I want to communicate today is that a crazy thing happened because I sat down, got out in God's nature. He created nature to point back to him. And I think that is a huge thing I want to say today. Um, you know, the most valuable piece of our mom tips today is that nature is created to give glory to God. So when we interact with nature, it is so easy for us to have a posture of just gratefulness, thankfulness, and be flooded with emotions like that. It's almost like we become a part of what he's created and we are more easily able to give him you know, our praise and give him glory. And so, so I sat down in my chair and started listening to the sound of the river. And, um, I saw some birds flying in the air and I were flying in the sky. And I, I noticed that they were just catching the wind and they weren't flapping their wings and they're catching the wind. And I remember thinking to myself, God, help me to catch the wind a little more. I am like striving. I am trying so hard all the time to do everything. And these birds just get out here and they don't even flap their wings in that wind. (laughs) They just catch it. 
they go find it and they catch it. And it was like, it, you know, it looked like a game because a couple more birds would go up there and just catch the wind and just drift for a long time. And it was almost like they were just floating in the sky. And I, you know, I felt the metaphor in that, that God was trying to be like, you need to catch my wind a little more, Crystal. Stop working so hard. But the one thing that I felt like he was trying to tell me in that moment was he was trying to say, like, look how good it feels to come and be with me. Because when I sat in my chair and I went to write down all those all those thoughts I had on the drive there, I couldn't remember any of them. I could not remember. And then I started panicking because I'm like, oh, no, they can't all just go away. I have so many things like, God, we had a meeting. I was going to talk to you about them all. And you got to tell me what to do. I can't forget them right now. You need to bring them to my mind. And they would not come. (laughs) They would not come. I was so peaceful because I was just sitting in the middle of his creation by myself and able to have a moment of peace. And he brought this incredible moment of peace. And I have to believe that it was because I wanted to just spend time with him. And the way that he honored that was by bringing in this wind of just refreshing peace and calm to my mind. And so, you know, as I sat there, I was like, this is it. (laughs) Like, maybe I don't have to have answers for everything. Maybe I just need to sneak in, (laughs) sneak in or plan intentional moments to spend with God so that he can literally just like rush in a bunch of peace. I, I just had never experienced something like that. That was so specific and so profound and felt like such a shift of realities. It was like I was kind of plucked out of my current situation and put in this peaceful land. And so, you know, if you feel that, if you're feeling like, oh, I just want to spend time with God, I want to hear from him. I want to know what he has for me. My challenge is to get out by yourself in nature. Do the best that you can to make it your own thing. Go on a walk, go on a hike, go, just go out to a place that you can be alone and that you can really just say here, God, here I am. And I came to this place because I just want to be with you and just see all that he does. I mean, I have to just believe that that is so powerful and strong because of what happened with me. So that is my second mom tip is get some time alone with Jesus and let it be in nature and let that fill up your soul and let, you know, your soul be connected to God in that way. Cause this whole podcast, right? is about connecting to your child's soul, creating a moment so that you can ask them questions and have those moments with them. And then the other side of the coin is that getting, get some alone time with Jesus. That's you're, you know, in a way you're setting up a, a scene or you're setting up a time with him too, to say, I'm going to do this thing just so that you can reach my heart. Because sometimes the noise of life and the stuff of life is so much that our heart almost can't be reached because we're too busy and our brain is too stuffed. So get out of the stuff of life, get into his presence 
Go tell him you're going to play on a time with him and just see what he does. And I love this verse in Philippians. It's Philippians 2, verse 3 through 4. And it says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, vain conceit, rather in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. That might seem like a random verse to kind of go with what we're talking about. But I love the part that it says, in humility, value others above yourselves. Most of the time, our our job as moms is so unnoticed and so thankless, <laughs> and it's overwhelming because of that. You just think, I can't believe all I've done today, and I feel so under-acknowledged. You know, I feel like nobody's thankful. If anything, I just get more whining and more complaining, and it can become just grating to the soul. And so as I was thinking about that, just valuing others above yourselves, I was thinking it's such a calling from God to be that way, right? And even even seeking out and preparing a moment for our kids, right? To just ask them questions. That's actually a sacrifice. You know, I'm sure that we probably, it would feel really good to check the rest of the things off of our list for the day or to, um, you know, get dinner done early or whatever it is. And preparing that moment is going to take a little bit of sacrifice on our end. But, you know, when God, or, you know, um, Paul through, through Paul, God is saying that in humility, value others above yourselves. Like, Hey, when you, and God is like, Oh, I feel like he's in such the business of blessing. Like he wants to bless us as we obey. That is like a beautiful part of our relationship with him is that there's so much blessing in the obedience. And so, you know, as, as you go about this, and if you try this this week, I just feel like you should be very open-handed when it's done because God has a blessing for you. He has something he wants to give you through that. And, and you know, it is an obedience thing for us to value our kids above ourselves, to value our husband above ourselves, to give and sacrifice in a way that feels tiring, but God sees it all and he knows it all. And there are blessings in store. And so be ready and kind of be on alert for that. All right. And then I have my last thing I want to say is I have this little note. And it was something that happened last week. But my daughter, my uh, she's a freshman in high school. I was driving her to volleyball practice. And this was before my beautiful nature time with the Lord. And I was just really overwhelmed. And her practice is like half an hour away from our house. And she plays volleyball, club volleyball. And I was just sitting there like, God, I don't want to be driving right now. I can't believe I have to sit at this gym for three hours. (laughs) I don't have any cell service. I can't even get stuff done. I'm kind of like, like a sitting duck while I'm there. And I have so much to do. And my mind is just going, going, going. And and I, and, and I also remember thinking like, oh, Lord, I just want to, I just want to hear from you so bad. It's been so dry lately. What's going on? And so my daughter said, mom, can I show you these worship songs that I have been listening to lately? And I'm like, yeah, you know, so she plugs in her Bluetooth to the phone or to the car and she puts on, um, it's, I think it's called all hail King Jesus. And she said, one night I was having trouble sleeping, and so I put this song on, and I fell right asleep. And then after that, like, it's like a nightly thing. I have to listen to that song to go to sleep. 
And so as we're listening to it, I just had tears flooding my eyes and I was just looking at her and looking at the moment and just thinking, this is exactly what my heart needed. Like for whatever reason, I didn't have the, you know, I didn't, I wasn't feeling like turning on worship music. Not that I wasn't feeling like it necessarily, but like it wasn't on my radar to turn anything on. And she put this song on and gave me her little testimony of how it's helping her in her life. And I was just sitting there thinking like, God, this is it. This is the blessing part. This is the part that I get to like reap what I've sown (laughs) in a good way, like sowing the love of worship music in her life and sowing that God in his word and worshiping God changes things. And that, you know, she listens to this song every night before bed. And I just can't tell you what a testimony that was to me that when it looked like all that hard work over all these years of her being young, like, is she catching it? Does she hear what I'm saying about God? Does she really care about it? Does she really love him or does she follow him because I I want her to? And, you know, all those questions that we can ask ourselves. And it was hers. It was her own. And she was truly ministering to my heart in that moment in a way that, um, I just didn't even feel ready for or prepared for. And it was so simple. It was just listening to a worship song and her telling me why she liked it and what it meant to her. And so I really wanted to share that with you guys this week to say, keep going, keep going. And our kids are going to give back in their own time. I don't know if it's when your child's going to be a freshman in high school, right? I don't know. And that may not be my story with my other kids. You know, my kids, maybe I'll have that. I'll have moments like that when they're in their 20s. I I don't know exactly how it's going to work out. All my kids are so different. I had one kid, you know, who was, I think she was sixth grade and she had a whole year where she was like, I, mom, I'm sorry. I just don't believe in God. I just can't picture like heaven. And I can't picture she had all these things that she couldn't picture. And so we struggled through that for that whole year not struggled, but I was, you know, we were talking all the time. She was very worried about it. She was kind of like having a little crisis. Like, well, what if I don't believe in God and what does that mean for me? And then what do I believe? And so, you know, her little walk is going to be totally different from my daughter, my oldest. That I was just telling you about, you know, my oldest has, a different kind of faith. And, um, you know, she's been a little bit more unwavering and strong from the beginning and it's kind of stayed that way. And so I imagine that for my other daughter, it's going to be a totally different story and a totally different walk. And then I have my little five-year-old who I'm like, Oh, you know, he tells me his nightmares and I'm like, Oh buddy, let's pray for you before bed. And he's like, no, he told me the other night, he said, no, God doesn't answer my prayers. I've, I have prayed that I won't have nightmares and he doesn't answer my prayers. I still get them. <laughs> so I try, I'm trying to be really real with you guys to be like, I, cause I've been to conferences. I've been to places where I felt like, man, what an idealistic life. Like, oh, I hope my kids are so good and that they love God so much and all this stuff. And I think I run the risk of like with my story about my oldest, you know, like, oh, let me tell you this worship song, mom. And it's so sweet. And it truly touched my heart. 
but I'm also living in the reality that all my kids are very different and I don't know what their faith journey is going to look like and what it's going to be like. And, and, you know, I don't know that that's what's in store with me for me with all my kids. And, you know, there are struggles all around in that area. Um, but God does have blessings for you. He wants you to keep going. He wants me to keep going. He wants us to just not stop telling our kids about him. He wants us to not stop meeting with our kids and loving them and looking them in their eyes and asking them questions. And he really wants us to not stop uh, making sure that we are spending time with him in a way where he's able to reach our heart. And so that is the encouragement that I have for you today. I hope that um, I hope that it was, I hope it was encouraging. I hope it's helpful. And we just love you here at Help Club. We know that um, we all need, we all need to be uplifted and we all need to be inspired as moms and not just inspired in general, but inspired in Christ. And so, you know, we just pray that these mom tips each week do bless your heart and that <laughs> bless your heart. No, but for real, bless your heart <laughs> and just help you to, you know, have that perseverance to keep going even when it feels really hard. So I'm going to pray and then we're going to wrap up. Lord, thank you so much. Thank you for this time. Thank you for each and every mom listening. I pray that you would bless her and her home with her kids. I pray that you would give her special wisdom as she is thinking about each one of her kids and how she wants to reach their heart and what she wants to know. I pray that you would show her how to prepare a moment and how to get that conversation flowing naturally. Uh, I pray for all these kids that are represented here from all these moms who are listening. I just pray that they would have a strong faith in you, that they would have an unwavering strength, that they would have a firm foundation for their whole life because their mom loved Jesus and she stuck close by him. And uh, it was such an example, God, kids need examples. And I pray that that me, that every single one of these moms who is listening would want to be that strong example for her child, um, God, and that uh, it would just flow out and be received by our kids. And so we just praise you. We thank you. We know that you have great things in store and we are on the edge of our seats. We are so excited to be um, just in awe and, and just amazed at all that you're going to do in our lives and in our kids' lives and just in our family in general. So we praise you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll talk to you guys next week and we hope that you have a great one. Bye. Hey mom, have you heard about our new mothering kit subscription? We just launched it and we are so excited. We've been looking at all these moms who have been joining us joining the subscription and just seeing what it's all about. We've been working on this for so long and we've been so excited to put it into your hands. Over in our mothering kit, we have monthly help for your heart as a mom so that you can fill up so that you can pour out. We have a whole mentoring platform over there so that we can help you to become the mom that you feel that you're called to be. We also have help for your home so that you can build a Christ-centered home with Christ-centered traditions for your family. We have help for your marriage, encouragement for you, monthly encouragement with reflection questions, and so much more. We have help for your kids. We want to help you in discipling your kids to know Jesus and to love Him more and to walk with Him all of their days. 
and we also have a whole worship set for you each month. Our entire subscription is themed and it's really beautiful because you're learning one theme throughout each month and it's going to thread through each part of our subscription. We also have one last thing we really want to tell you about is something in culture that we're tackling, something that's relevant to you and your mothering that you're facing and it's coming at you. And we talk through some of these cultural hot topics that we have to encounter as moms and know what to do and know how to guide our children. So we've added that in there too. And there's more. But if you wanted to just go to myhelpclubformoms.com, you can see what it's all about and sign up for your free 14-day trial. And we hope to see you there. Have a great day.